Hey, Alana, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today. AccentRoofingService.com. The latest on Yellow Jackets basketball, which means it's time to talk all things Georgia Tech on the Josh Passner Show. Oh, he takes the outlet pass. He soars up and dunks it down. Oh, and more left a crater under the basket. We'll hear from Georgia Tech basketball head coach Josh Passner and other members of the Georgia Tech Athletics Department as we gear up for another week of Georgia Tech hoops on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Now here's the voice of the Jackets, Andy. Demetra. And a very good Monday evening to you. Welcome into a new edition of the Josh Pastor Radio Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Down the stretch we come in ACC. Playing Georgia Tech wrapped up non-conference play this weekend with a victory over the Florida Tech Panthers. Now back to facing another Panthers tomorrow night at the Peterson Event Center. The second place team in the ACC, the Pitt Panthers. Rematch of a game at McCamish from last month. 7 o'clock tip-off. And a lot to get to between now and a little less than 24 hours from now up in Pittsburgh as we talk Georgia Tech basketball with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Josh Pastor, since the team is traveling to Pittsburgh tonight. Uh, just for full disclosure, had to record today, today's edition of the show a little earlier in the day, but I uh, look forward to a great conversation with Josh Pastor over the next hour with you. I'm Andy Demetra, and without further ado, let's welcome him in, head coach of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets, Josh Pastor. Coach, good to see you. How are you? I'm doing well, Andy. Uh, thanks. Uh, uh, glad to be back with you again and um, uh, be able to talk some hoops uh, this evening and ready to uh, have a great opportunity tomorrow uh, at 7 o'clock versus Pitt. I guess uh, we'll be on air at 630, if I'm not mistaken, so I can hear the pregame uh, discussion. But uh, um, great opportunity for us. <clears throat> Got to keep on keeping on keeping on trying to stack as many wins as we can get. We've obviously have gotten better. Uh, you know, you and I have talked about it. Our team has improved. Usually the teams that I've coached always get better when, the, when we turn the new year in January. And I thought that was going to happen this year because we beat Miami January the 4th, top 15 team. And I thought, okay, we're going to turn the corner. We just had a really tough January. But, but nevertheless, we've, we've, nevertheless we've, we've improved. We've gotten better. Um, we've... Um, um, you know, you can start seeing things, I think, kind of, um, uh, you know, the rotation and everything else kind of just fitting in on kind of how things are going. And so we just got to keep it going and um, had two good wins this past week and just uh, got four remaining games before we get to Greensboro. So and a great opportunity on as I mentioned, tomorrow night against against Pitt. Yeah, Pitt team that had a six-game ACC win streak snapped on Saturday versus the Virginia Tech team that you beat on Wednesday. I know we'll break down that win over the Hokies, but let's start most recently with Saturday and Florida Tech. And you've always believed in rhythm over Ross when it comes to scheduling during your ACC bye week. Even though it's been a long season, guys are dealing with nicks and bumps and bruises. You believe in maintaining that two games per week rhythm, especially so now where over your previous three ACC games, You've averaged better than a point per possession. So looking back on Saturday, do you feel that with what you saw on the floor, you were able to maintain that rhythm that you had been building against Florida Tech? Yeah, you know, uh, people ask, why did we schedule the Florida Tech game, Andy? And um, um, obviously, you know, you scheduled back in the in the summer or, in the you know, back when in the offseason, should I say. And we, I've always believed in... Um, um, I've always believed in, in, as you mentioned, rhythm and flow and energy. And I'd rather not have a buy during the course of our season. You know, once you're playing two games a week, I'd prefer to continue to play two games a week. And in fact, the first ACC date, if you recall, uh, we, we played Northeastern on a Friday. So we didn't, we were playing while the first ACC date. And then our second buy was, was this past Saturday. So when I, that, when I was aware of that, 
we were able to schedule a game this late. And I think two things. If you remember last year, we played Clayton State in the in the in the um, non in the conference in the non conference. In the next game, we beat Florida State. I thought it helped us keep our momentum. And because when you know we we were playing better, so I, I thought it was important. You know, you want to keep your rhythm going. You want to keep your flow going, your energy going. And um, because if not, you're going to play on that Saturday with a practice anyway. If we hadn't played, we would have practiced. And I thought it was important. And again, I didn't foresee this knowing back when we scheduled. I just felt that, okay, if you're that game is important that you're playing within that cadence of two games a week. And so and, and, and look, Florida, Texas, uh, you know, they're a good school from in their in their in their conference and division. They are a technical school and engineering school like Georgia Tech. Um, and I thought and they had a, and they had some, you know, good players. I thought defensively we did a lot of good things. I thought it kept our rhythm going. I thought it was a good you know, opportunity for conditioning and cardio for our guys as well, too. We were able to get another win under our belt and continue to move the ball. We had 20 assists on 31 made field goals. You mentioned about three straight games over a point per possession for the ACC play. I'm not sure if that was a thing for Florida Tech. I'm, I don't know if you if, if that was the case or not, if we were over a point per possession. Uh, do you know that? You don't, you don't know that, Andy? Because I was going to say I've been our fourth straight game mm-hmm. on that. Uh, but we did have, I don't know if you can check on that, but we did have 20 assists on 31 made field goals. Um, we end up shooting over 40% from three. Uh, defensively, number 10, or excuse me, number 11 uh, for Florida Tech came in over average and over 20 a game. We held him to 10 points on 10 shots. I thought, our, you know, we had a change. We, were, we start off a little bit slow, but I thought the change of tempo in a half court on um, um, just playing <clears> – <throat> You know, in our kind of our picking up our pace and, and intensity defensively from the half court and doing some things there that allowed us to uh, just be better and, 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 and cause them some turnovers and force them. I think they had ended up having 16 turnovers on the day. Um, and we held them to mid 30% from the field and like 17% from three. They came in a very good three point shooting team. And um, so it was a good win for us. It was a good win all the way around. And, and uh, Javon Franklin, another double-double. How about that? Played really well. And Debo at Coleman, I think, had five assists. I don't uh, – New career high. New career yeah. five assists and three steals as well, too. And so um, – just a good good win all the way around. I uh, just don't want to leave anybody hanging. You did average better than one point per possession versus Florida Tech. And I know one point per possession is considered the the gold standard or the barometer for and, coaches of a, of a good day's work off. And, we've, and we, that, you're correct on that. We've looked at that. And we, I, we've actually talked about if you can get to 1.05 points per possession, that's really great. And if you can hold a team to 0.95 points per possession, that's really great. Yes, 1.0 points per possession scoring on that on the offensive end and and defensively holding your team under a point per possession would be great but you really want to if you can get to 1.05 offensively and 0.95 defensively you're really you're really good and the only game this year where you averaged 1.05 points per possession but didn't win was wake forest so yeah you there is some credence to that okay so florida tech on saturday but then this past wednesday you welcomed in a virginia tech team that look i know they're, they're now six and eleven in the acc they're better than their record oh goodness gracious and i in fact in the acc media day i even said them and notre dame have a real shot at competing for the league championship i think virginia tech's really good i think their team is, can make a deep run even in greensboro they're, they're they're good they got a lot of good players they're older they're, they're a good basketball team. Oh, yeah. Uh, they could repeat as ACC tournament champions. They beat Pitt, the second-place team in the league, on Saturday. They beat Virginia, which is the leaders of the ACC. They've beaten Duke. They've beaten North Carolina. But you really seem to throw off their timing and their rhythm offensively, defensively, uh, Coach, on, on Wednesday. What made it such a sharp night for you guys? Well, I just think, you know, a few things on the game on Wednesday – I just think um, uh, one is uh, I just felt, you know, we really changed up our defenses quite a bit versus Virginia Tech. They're such a team that has such good rhythm and flow offensively and timing. Um, Coach Mike Young is one of the best coaches in the country, not only in the ACC, but in the country. And offensively, man, they just run a lot of good actions. Uh, So I think we talked about always trying to stay a step ahead of Virginia Tech, even when it's coming out of timeouts, changing things so they could never get comfortable. I mean, if you're, if you, when you, when you watch them, I mean, you know, they, 
they have their their board they write their play on the board they look over i mean they just they are really efficient and well schooled offensively and i just felt trying to t- stay a step ahead a step ahead of them each time to not let them get within rhythm try to screw up their timing as much as we can and i thought it worked and it did work and um um you know i, I as as most teams play us. We're not an easy scout because we play multiple defenses. I'm not afraid to play different defenses. And um, um, usually in my life, I'm not, I, I am very just simple and not a risk taker, but defensively I'll take risk and do different things and try to keep teams off balance and be a, and, and be a risk taker defensively. And I never, I, I never put that together that you're a very routine oriented person in most every other aspect of your life. Except when it comes to defense, you believe in an absolute lack of routine, lack of predictability. I, I yeah, and and maybe not lack of routine is the right word because we have a routine in how we prepare, mm-hmm. but more but more of a lack of predictability of where go. where teams don't know what we're what's going to come out. I mean, we have a lot of different defenses, and it's kept teams off guard, and it's been good for us. And 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 it's not easy to do. And to our guys' credit, during our time here of our seven years, we've been you know we keep guys off guard. You got to make sure. That, and they play hard, they get after it, they compete. Some of our biggest issues have been not on the defensive end, it's been on the offensive end, even though the last, as we mentioned, last four games over a point per possession, um, we're playing better offensively. I think four straight games, we scored over 70 now. And um, um, so that's that's been a big thing for us. And, uh, um, you know, but we got to keep after. We got to keep hanging our head on the defensive end. It's got to be the same thing of, for us to have success as we've, as we continue to move forward, um, it's going to have to all come from the defensive side of the ball. I still think we're one of the best in the league, maybe, you know, top something in the country on numbers-wise, overall defensively, but especially guarding the three as well, too. And you are facing a pit team that takes and makes the most threes per game in conference play tomorrow. We'll take our first time out. Plenty more to get to here on this Monday night and the Josh Pastor Show. Back for more after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Introducing Hella Vienna Lager from Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company, the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's easy-drinking dark lager or New Realm's number one-selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA. And check out their location on the East Side Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, handmade cocktails, plus live music and much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit newrealmbrewing.com for more. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? (laughs) Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Georgia Tech is out for victory. My family and I love gearing up in our gold and white to watch the Yellow Jackets take to the court. And as a proud partner at Georgia Tech Basketball, Scanna Energy is part of all the action. So make some noise for the Ramblin' Wreck and join my family and Scanna Energy in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scanna today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANNA or visit scannaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody has a jillion things going on these days, so at Apartments.com, we help you stay on top of your apartment search with powerful tools like saved searches and instant alerts. Alert! You just enter what you want. Alert! Like location, price, and amenities. Alerto! And Apartments.com will alert you as soon as those places become available. Alert! Here's your perfect place. Thanks, me. And you can customize your alerts somehow i think i set mine to mr snarky you do hear me maybe i can change mine to british apartments.com the place to find a place in america the future belongs to everyone so we designed the suvs of the future for everyone like ford escape edge or explorer all named iihs top safety picks with specific headlights one of the many reasons why so many love Ford SUVs. Because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours 
for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Haga, hey, haga. Uh, oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on apartments.com. The place to find a place. No better source on Georgia Tech hoops than the coach. This is the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Fans, there's magic when we cheer together. Let's create some magic with an ice-cold Coke. Cheers. It's the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Pre-taped edition of the Josh Pastor Show with the team en route to Pittsburgh, where they take on the Panthers tomorrow night, 7 o'clock tip-off, 6.30 the network airtime on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Jackets the 79-56 win over Florida Tech on Saturday at McCamish. I don't know if Billy Mims, Florida Tech's head coach, told you, but he stopped by our broadcast position before the game to share with us that he was a coach counselor at Bobby Kremens' basketball camps at Alexander Memorial back in the 80s and early 90s when he was just getting started in his career. He, he, didn't, he didn't share that with really? me, but, uh, but I know he's been around a long time. He's won a lot of games over there at Florida Tech, um, and, it, and it just shows you the amount of coaches who have kind of have, have had interactions and, and um, um, have been touched positively by, by Coach Kremens. He, and he wore a gold tie on Saturday, the, yeah. which you noticed, but, and he said he did that as an homage to Bobby because yeah. he always used to wear the gold tie when he was coaching at yeah. Tech. Yeah, and uh, I mean, just, you know, Coach Kremens is, um, um, you know, his, his impact he's made on so many people on college basketball, obviously all the people here at Georgia Tech and all his former student-athletes and the fans and everything. I mean, just goes in to show you on, on with Coach Mims and, and Florida Tech. And, you know, look, I mean, um, basketball has, has changed. I mean, look, we, we it was a little hairy there to start the game. I mean, we couldn't pull away early. And then, and then um, and finally we got a little bit of lead. We were only up, I think, nine, eight or nine going into half. And then we were able to get get some separation and 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 towards the end there. But but again, twenty assists on thirty one made field goals. You know, I'm looking at our stats, Andy, and you know, just in in conference play, just in in ACC play, we've got a hundred and um, or excuse me, um, two hundred and ten assists on three hundred eighty two made field goals. Which if I I don't know if you have the percentages right there, but um, uh, which is around. Because you know our goals to get our goals to get sixty um, percent. That's right about fifty five percent. So you know that's that's we still want to get up to sixty, and that's we're playing better in that area. That's just an ACC play. If you look at the overall year, we've got three hundred and sixty six assists on six hundred and ninety one made field goals, and you know that's a little just a little under. We're a little below where we need to be in. And we're an ACC play. So, you know, we, we're sharing the ball better, finding the open man. I mean, if you get to 60, I mean, look, in the 55 range, you're, you're, mm-hmm. that's, a good, that's a good number. But when you get to 60, that's a really high number. And you look at our offensive rebounding. I've been really proud of our offensive rebounding. I think that's a great effort thing. You know, we talk about signing the bubble. Uh, the bubble is a big thing that we put in, in, our, in the hoop. And, and it, it forces her to be a rebound. And in, in, in bubble, you have either six defensive rebounds. You get the privilege and honor to sign the bubble. Six defensive rebounds, four offensive, or ten total. And last few games, Miles Kelly had been signing the bubble because he got over six defensive rebounds. Now, I was on him this past game versus Florida Tech because, you know, I said, man, you're not rebounding. Like, go sign the bubble. Rebound. The first half, we were getting hurt on the glass because we just didn't get our guards rebounding. Um, but G- this past game versus Florida Tech, Jalen Moore had five offensive rebounds, which allowed him to sign the bubble, and Javon Franklin had a double-double, so he he had a couple numbers there where he hit to be able to sign the bubble. Uh, Javon Franklin's penmanship is all over the bubble this year. Four straight double-doubles, had 13 points, 14 rebounds against Florida Tech, 10-10 and 10 in the win over Virginia Tech. It is interesting because you've unlocked a lot of efficiency lately by moving Javon to the five. How does having Javon, even though he's 6'7", at the the five working in the high post how has that unlocked a lot of efficiency for you offensively yeah you know um I think I thought 
to this point, Javon, you know, and, and we've talked about it. It's just taken some time, and we talked about it in the post game on Saturday. It's just taken some time for Javon to to um, get used to this. You know, I mean, he was at Auburn, didn't play, was at junior college, got injured, played at South Alabama, but to get adjusted to the ACC play to kind of fit in with you know our schemes and strategy and stuff and he's just kind of have had an opportunity to now just you know get a feel and 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 get better at that and he's been really good he's been really really good for us and um he's been outstanding i mean just double doubles and and um um uh and he's and for us to continue to have success we need him i mean it's hard to take him out of the game right now i mean he's playing so well i mean he gets a little tired when he gets a little tired, I got to pull him because he gets he gets um, he he you know he, he doesn't have the same flying around as he as he does when he's got that energy. So, um, but it's but there's a lot of times it's hard to take him out because he's just playing at a high level, and I'm really proud of him. And and he's he's gotten better over time. And you know it really hurt us in that stretch in the beginning part of ACC play. If you recall, he got hurt at the North Carolina game first few minutes. I had to pull him out. Didn't practice. Tried to play in the Clemson game. Was hurt. He was a little bit struggling against um, Virginia, Virginia, and then he he played better as of late in the Virginia game, and then he started to get going. But he's been a little bit up and down at times, um, um, but he's been really consistent this month of February. Really proud of him, and um, we need him as we continue to move forward. Yeah, look forward to seeing what he can do against Pittsburgh tomorrow. Javon only played a little more than six minutes in the first matchup versus the Panthers. He was still trying to shake the effects of a stomach bug, so we'll see if he can hop on that trampoline at the Peterson Event Center. His offensive rebounding percentage right now is the highest by a Yellow Jacket since Chuck Mitchell, who was third in the country in offensive rebounding percentage back in the 2015-16 season. So it gave us some insight into the high level at which Javon Franklin has been hammering the offensive glass for the Yellow Jackets this year. We'll take another timeout. Back for more conversation with the head coach of the Yellow Jackets, Josh Pastor. It's the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. One of the toughest jobs in law enforcement is telling a family that a loved one has been killed by a drunk driver. That's why Georgia law enforcement works every day to keep drunk drivers off the road. Every DUI arrest could be one less family to lose someone to drunk driving. You can help. Hand the keys to a designated driver or call a ride service. It saves lives and prevents a costly DUI arrest. Drive sober or get pulled over. Brought to you by the Governor's Office of Highway Safety. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. At Kroger, you can find the highest quality products at a great price in every aisle, every day with Kroger brand. So you can stock up on your household favorites that are tried, tested, and loved by you. Because when you get the products you love at great prices, it feels like winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Looking for the perfect game day, or really any day food? Panko Chicken is your answer. 
You've never tasted anything as crave-worthy as Panko's award-winning healthier chicken tenders, sandwiches, and their tacos are off the chain. It's Panko's unique Japanese-American spin that makes their chicken the crispiest, juiciest, and most flavor-packed chicken you've ever tasted. Panko also has a large selection of incredible vegan and vegetarian options. With locations throughout the metro area, it's easy to satisfy your healthy craving for the best chicken in Atlanta. Check them out at PankoChicken.com. Latest on Yellow Jackets basketball. It's the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Yellow Jackets have won three of their last four, including ACC wins over Notre Dame and Virginia Tech. Now trying to find that elusive first conference road win. See if they can do that tomorrow as they take on the Pitt Panthers at the Peterson Event Center. 7 o'clock the tip time. Georgia Tech, of course, won this very week in ACC play last year at the Peterson Event Center against Pitt. Panthers, though, uh, are bidding coach to be another one of the ACC's representatives in the NCAA tournament. They've got five quad one wins. Uh, their net ranking is in the top 50. This is a really good team, and they played uh, at a very consistent level throughout ACC play. Yeah, look, I mean, I just think, uh, you know, they Pitt, Early uh, in non-conference, start off a little bit slow, and um, and uh, to their credit, they've just played really, really well. Now, part of that credit is they've done a, you know, they're old, they're an old team, they're one of the oldest teams in in all of college basketball. Um, you, you know, I've said it so many times about getting old and staying old, and they're really old. Um, and uh, you know, look, just by physiology and human nature, you know, when you're 23, 24, you're going to um, um, you know, just have an advantage over an 18, 19, 20 year old a lot of times. And, and, and they're having great success just on their, on their old. And, and look, they've, they've been able, you know, like a guy like Blake Hinson, you know, who's, you know, you look at his stats this year and, and just in, you know, just even in conference play, I mean, he's averaging 15 points a game and six rebounds and shooting 38% from three. And, but he didn't play last two years of college basketball. Like, so like, and, 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 uh, you know, who would have anticipated he'd have those numbers? Yeah. I mean, after essentially a two year hiatus. Yeah. And so you just, and that's why I always talk about in recruiting, Andy, you got to get lucky, you know, you got to get lucky because, you know, cause Henson could have gone the other way, maybe, you know, cause he hadn't played there was, you know, he, you, you didn't know. And so to a credit to Pitt and their staff and credit to Blake Henson. I mean, he's had an incredible year, but, but that's part of recruiting. You just don't know. You got to get lucky along the way. Guys got to perform. I look at like NC state, you know, you watched the game yesterday in NC state in North Carolina, Jarkel Joyner transfer from Ole Miss, who we tried like crazy to get. Um, and who's had, he's just really, really good. And I'm sure, you know, I knew he was good, but I probably, you know, heck you could talk about him being for a potential player of the year. And I don't know if they, anyone had thought that coming in, in the portal when you were trying to get them. But just the point is you don't always know and you got to get a little lucky and think momentum and energy got to go your way. Um, but, you know, there's no doubt about it. And Pitt's got an older guard and, and I think Cummings is really, really good. Nellie Cummings. And, you know, he's an old player. He's an older guy. And you look at guys like Burton and Henson and Greg Elliott and Nellie Cummings and Nike Sabande um, you know, Federico. I mean, they just got an old team yeah. and, and, they're, and credit to Coach Capel and his staff, they're having an incredible year. Let me ask you about something I saw in the Florida Tech game. Uh, you guys were trapping at the top of the 1-3-1 uh, in, in the, the second part of the first half. I don't know if that was just to wake up the guys, but it seemed to be effective. I don't recall seeing you guys being as active trying to spring traps on point guards out of the 1-3-1 zone uh, at all this year. Is that something that is new? Had you, how long have you guys been workshopping this? Is this something we can expect to see more of down the stretch? Yeah, you know, I felt we, you know, we talked about pressing uh, Florida Tech to make sure our energy and our, and our you know, um, you know, uh, just us dictating the tempo was important. But, you know, look, we, we, we don't work on full court pressing. You know, we did, and we talked about this a couple Mondays ago. I think um, one of our, the callers, I forget who called, maybe it was Anthony who called in, and I, I forget. But we just, we just don't really work a lot on full court pressing. Um, I mean, look, we have it, 
but you sprinkle it in here and there. But we spend a lot of time within our half court stuff, especially in, in, in the half court because the floor is even more shrunk and it becomes harder for somebody to be able to to play over top of you and you have less room to be able to get burned behind you. But we, we have worked on some things within our half court trapping out of our zone and I thought that it, it, it paid off for us on Saturday. But we were probably we've look, we've played a lot of the, the, the one three one stuff from the half court a lot this year and it's been very successful for us. But last game really, you know, with some adding some of the trap stuff that we that we that you didn't you just discussed and us working on it putting in I thought it was beneficial for us. Like I said, we we, we affected their two guards from Florida Tech, number eleven and twenty five and we forced them into sixteen turnovers and I thought it totally changed the tempo and the pace of the game on Saturday was based on our our changing of the defenses and just like it was on Wednesday and um, um, and those type of things you know give you a chance to to be successful. Debo Coleman has had a really solid last five games. Even Randy uh, on the broadcast a couple of times has noticed it's just a different look in Debo Coleman's eyes lately. How has he maybe turned the corner these last couple of weeks? How has he become a, a better asset to you on both ends of the floor? Yeah, I think Debo's, um, you know, Debo's just, look, he, 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 he's, he had a really good freshman year. I thought there was a stretch there. He just wasn't playing well. He wasn't performing well. And we all know Debo was better than that. And he just wasn't performing. Kind of a sophomore slump in a sense. But as you mentioned, this last stretch, this month of February, he's really played well. I'm really proud of him. For us to be successful, we're going to need him to continue to play well. He's a really good basketball player. I, I think the changeover has been that his commitment on the defensive side of the ball he was, I think he got a little bit focused on the offensive thing on the offensive side was probably pressing a little too much about making shots and scoring on some things when things weren't maybe going as well offensively for him there. And, um, um, and I think I told him, you just got to let that go and really focus on the defensive side. And look, he's one of our leading charge guys. He takes charges, gives up his body. I mean, he's, this last stretch, what he's done, on the defensive side and the toughness plays and the 50-50 balls and all those type of things that maybe don't always show up in the box score, the charges that are taken, um, has helped him become better offensively. And right now, you know, I, there was a stretch I had him as a point guard, and this and in this stretch as well too. You know, when you know, especially with Davon Smith being out, he's been our primary handler a lot of times when 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 Kyle's not there. So, um, you know, we just we need Debo to continue to be really good for us and. Um, uh, you know, when he's performing at a high level and he's getting the job done defensively, it just makes our team that much better. How is uh, Davon progressing, by the way? Yeah, Davon, um, you know, he, he's progressing. Uh, and when, you know, on, on Tuesday, he went up for a shot last Tuesday, he went up for a shot block on Jalen Moore during practice. And he came down his, he came down on Jalen's foot, turned his ankle pretty bad. And, um, I, uh, um, you know, at the time, you know, you, you don't know. And then when, when, when our trainer got over there, he took off his foot, his uh, shoe, to see his foot and ankle. It was really swollen. I thought even, even our trainer thought maybe it could be broken. It was so swollen. Thankfully, you know, it was not, we got it x-rayed, got it checked out. Great news is it was not broken. It was just, you know, obviously just a bad sprain. Um, but those can linger. Those can be a two week deal. So um, I think he's doubtful for Pittsburgh. I mean, look, he hasn't done anything practice-wise up and down. I don't, um, you know, I mean, uh, he, he had not practiced today, earlier today. Um, we'll, you know, if he can go through shoot-around, maybe there's a chance tomorrow. But, but uh, the reality of it is he's going to be probably more readily available for next Saturday or this, this upcoming Saturday mm -hmm. versus Louisville than he will be for tomorrow night versus Pitt. How has Kyle Sturdivant done uh, in the absence of Davon? Yeah, Kyle's been fine. Kyle's been solid. You know, I mean, Kyle's, you know, one thing on Kyle, he's just, you know, he's just kind of a guy that will do his job, very high character young man. And, um, you know, I'm looking at his, his ACC stats right here. And, you know, look, he's been better as of late shooting the three. Yeah. I thought there was a stretch where he wasn't shooting the ball well, but he's shooting the ball much better now. I mean, so his overall three-point percentage is at and during conferences at 29%, but the last four or five games has been way better than that. Had a couple of those threes early versus yeah. Virginia and, Tech, and, and which I, really got him locked that, in. And then there was a big three hit. We got kind of stuck scoring against Virginia Tech. He had a huge three in the corner in front of you guys over there in the, in the on the radio row there. 
He had a big three that would kind of – we were down – we were only up five that extended the lead to eight. That was a big three that he hit. So um, he's just got to continue to make the right decisions, keep things simple, keep it simple, keep hitting singles, and don't try to – you know, just don't turn the ball over, run the team. I, he's our team captain. Um, um, <clears throat> and um, um, and we'll go from there. To be a willing shot taker in a high leverage situation. It says a lot about Kyle Sturdivan, who, uh, like you said, it will uh, look to take the Jackets into Pittsburgh tomorrow and see if they can deliver another ACC win against the Panthers team that's currently second in the ACC. One game behind Virginia for the top of the conference standings. We'll take another timeout. Much more here with Josh Pastor. It's the Josh Pastor Show right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Introducing Hella Vienna Lager from Atlanta's own New Realm Brewing Company, the official craft beer of Georgia Tech Athletics. All season long, reach for New Realm's easy-drinking dark lager or New Realm's number one selling Hazy Like a Fox IPA. And check out their location on the East Side Beltline Trail. Expect great locally sourced food from their on-site scratch kitchen, craft beer brewed in-house, handmade cocktails, plus live music and much more at 550 Somerset Terrace. Visit NewRealmBrewing.com for more. With the Kroger app, shopping online with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, same personalized deals, same rewards on the same high-quality items like Honeycrisp apples and pasta sauce with no hidden fees or markups. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restriction supply. See site for details. Discover the Lexus GX. It features an available powerful flat third row seat to accommodate your cargo. An available off-road package that includes an under-vehicle camera and the ability to confidently conquer multiple terrains. And Lexus Safety System Plus, an integrated suite of advanced active safety equipment. The Lexus GX. Experience life to the fullest in this rugged yet refined SUV. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Georgia Tech is out for victory. My family and I love gearing up in our gold and white to watch the Yellow Jackets take to the court. And as a proud partner at Georgia Tech basketball, Scana Energy is part of all the action. So make some noise for the Ramblin' Wreck and join my family and Scana Energy in cheering on the Yellow Jackets this season. Sign up with Scana today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scanaenergy.com slash jackets for details. Limited time offer. Terms and conditions apply. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why so many love Ford SUVs. Because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. Apartments.com has the most pet-friendly listings and realistic virtual tours. Now, we're taking it one step further by testing a cutting-edge new feature, virtual reality tours for pets. We'll just strap this headset onto sprinkles here. Hold still, kitty. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, oh, he's running muck. Uh-oh, uh-oh. I don't think he likes this, sir. Yeah, get the things off the kitty. Virtually tour pet-friendly listings on Apartments.com. The place to find a place. Tech basketball continues to buzz. Now more of the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Yellow Jacket fans, be sure to visit georgiapower.com slash community to learn new ways to stay connected. Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of Georgia Tech Athletics. Power on Georgia. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra. Pre-taped edition of the Josh Pastor Show tonight with the team traveling to Pittsburgh in preparation for their game versus the Panthers. Tomorrow night, 7 p.m., our network airtime, 6.30 
the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Jack is trying to build not only off the 79-56 win over Florida Tech on Saturday, but the 77-70 win over Virginia Tech on Wednesday at McCamish Pavilion. And what a night that was, not only offensively, 11 of 22 from three, but defensively holding the Hokies to 6 of 23 from three-point range. I know that had he not gotten invited to participate in the Rising Stars game, how did All-Star Weekend, uh, Jose Alvarado was uh, going to be in town potentially for that Virginia Tech game. I got to get your thoughts on uh, Jose, just that star turn that he had on All-Star Weekend uh, out there in Salt Lake City. Yeah, no, really proud of Jose. I mean, he's been better, I think, than than everybody um, um, has um, assumed or thought, you know, and he's just been outstanding. Looks like a guy that's it's going to be in the NBA for a long time. And heck, it's almost like a cult following. I mean, he's got so many people that just, that just love Jose. I mean, you look down there in, in the Pelicans when they're playing a lot of times they're chanting Jose, 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 you know, so they're, they're, they're just having a, um, um, you know, he's having a great, you know, run in the NBA and, and it's very, 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 very hard, almost impossible to make the NBA. You know, when they did the all-star game yesterday, they talked about there's just been a little under 5,000 players in the 75 years that have ever been, that's, that's have ever played in the NBA, like to get there. I mean, it's, it's like winning the lottery. I mean, yeah. think of all the people that have played basketball um, globally and to make it to the NBA when you're talking about only about a 5,000 players and, and guy like Jose is one of those 5,000. I mean, in the history of the 75 years of the league, it's just it just shows you how hard it is to make. It's the elite of the elite. Heck, you look at the dunk contest. They did the, yeah. you know, with Trey Murphy, as teammate, they did the um, Alvarado deal where they hit hit behind, you know, the ball. It comes from hides behind, then he takes it and throws off the backboard. But it's great to see. We had Jordan Usher here yeah. on, on, on Saturday and – and then uh, Sylvester Obama, was here. Yeah. Oh, yep, Sylvester was here, and he's out there with Josh Kogi in yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, he's, he's with Josh Kogi in Phoenix, and um, you know he's doing really well. Two fine young men there, and so it's always good to have them have guys come back. How has a story like Jose Alvarado resonated on the recruiting trail for you? Yeah, you know, listen. Everywhere you go, people talk about Jose. People love Jose. People, I get texts about Jose. Other coaches, um, just you know, he's just he's just a tough, hard nosed winner. Is what he is. He's won everywhere he's been. Um, he's just, um, you know, winning's more important than, than breathing. And I've, I've said that many times. And uh, the success that we've had in our time here, a lot of it's, you know, just guard play. I mean, we talk about guard play. And Jose was good of a guard as there was in the ACC during that stretch there. And he's just a winner. And, um, you know, you can get caught up in height and athleticism and arm you know, length and reach and whatever it may be. But there's just sometimes you can't put a price tag on just the, the ferociousness, the intensity, the motor, the will, the desire to do whatever it takes to win. Hey, you made some comments to that effect after he earned the Rising Stars Game MVP award on, uh, I believe it was Friday, uh, over an All-Star weekend. He got MVP, which is yeah. just so darn cool and awesome and just at a just a high-level deal to be able to do that. That's not easy to do. And um, really, really proud of Jose. Aren't you glad you decided to make that Sunday 8 a.m. AAU game in Las Vegas? I know you're there to scout somebody else, but you couldn't take your eyes off Jose on that Sunday 8 a.m. run, huh? Well, you know, you just, and that's my point about recruiting. Like, you got to get lucky as, as as you go along it, as you go along with it, because you just never know. I mean, you just don't know, um, you know, and, and, and you got to get guys who are, you got to trust your evaluation, you got to trust your eyes, but you got to get, you got to get, better um guys got to be better than maybe that you thought or you thought someone's going to be really good and they end up being as mm -hmm. good as you thought or so that's just what that's why you always talk about in recruiting it's just got to get a little lucky along the way and jose man just a, a true winner uh georgia tech yellow jacket nation should be should be so proud of him and he just represents georgia tech just to complete the story in case some fans hadn't heard it you were there at that well, game to scout was, jordan wara well, who was what, his what, aau teammate what, what, yeah what happened was it was a morning game sunday morning in july in las vegas and i was going there and and Jordan Awara, who was, who was a really good player at Louisville. Um, Got drafted by the Bucs. He yeah, won a I, ring with Milwaukee. Yep, yep, really good player. And um, so we were recruiting him as well, too. And, of course, I'm aware of Jose Alvarado, mm -hmm. you know. And, and I, he was there, at, you know, it was Sunday morning, 8 a.m. There wasn't really that many people in the gym. 
and and they didn't want to, their team didn't want to be there. A lot of those guys didn't want to be there. Just and, going through the motions. And the other team didn't want to be there, you know. And but they were losing. Jose's team was, and he was so mad at their guys. The only guy in that entire gym that was diving on the floor, running into chairs, taking charges at eight in the morning and a Sunday morning in a game in in Las Vegas. Um, and and he, and he was and he would get right up in Jordan Awara's face. He was yelling at guy about their lack of effort. And I was like, man, I've got to have that guy. I love that guy because I've talked about in this league and you're playing against the Dukes, the Carolinas, and all those schools like that. And you're lining up for the national anthem. You want that guy right next to you. They might have nine or ten McDonald's All Americans, but you want that guy right next to you and that sweat's coming down. That he's ready to go for the juggler vein, and he's got that mentality. And I thought that's the guy that we need. That I've got to have. And especially with 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 in a, in a mentality of a guard's way, you know, guards win you games, and he's that. He's just a hard nosed, tough, just a tough, tough guy that's just a winner. And um, um, man, he's he's you know he was incredible in that morning game, and 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 he's been like that every time when he was here. And no, he still continues that in the NBA. No question about it. And he's representing Georgia Tech very well at the next level. Of course, back here, you guys are taking on the Pitt Panthers tomorrow night, 7 p.m. at the Peterson Event Center. We'll take our final timeout, and we'll give you some time to expound more on the Panthers. What has made them a team that has exceeded expectations? What are some of the challenges for your mixing defenses tomorrow as you look to exact some revenge on the Panthers for the loss they dealt you at McCamish Pavilion? in middle of January. We'll take another time out back to wrap things up after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. In America, the future belongs to everyone. So we designed the SUVs of the future for everyone. Like Ford Escape, Edge, or Explorer. All named IIHS top safety picks with specific headlights. One of the many reasons why so many love Ford SUVs. Because the SUVs of the future aren't designed for a few. They're built for America. Ford SUVs. Drive one today. Folks, you don't have to play the game to change the game, and you don't need to be a scout to find the NASDAQ's most innovative players. You can become an agent of innovation by investing in Invesco QQQ, the ETF that gives you access to some of the top NASDAQ 100 companies revolutionizing the sport you know and love. Huddle up with the NASDAQ's 100 most innovative companies in one ETF. Invesco QQQ is the official ETF of the NCAA. There are risks involved with investing in ETFs, including possible loss of money. ETFs are subject to risks similar to those of stocks. Investments focused in the technology sector are subject to greater risk and are more greatly impacted by market volatility than more diversified investments. The NASDAQ 100 Index comprises the 100 largest non-financial companies traded on the NASDAQ. An investment cannot be made directly into an index. Before investing, consider the fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. Visit Invesco.com for a prospectus containing this information. Read it carefully before investing. That frosty chill in the air is here to stay. Just make sure that pesky pests like roaches, ants, and rodents aren't trying to join in on the winter fun. This is the time of year when pests and wildlife intruders start seeking food and shelter inside your home or business as the temperatures drop. Luckily, you can trust the pest control experts at Arrow Exterminators to keep your home or business pest-free inside and out. Schedule a free pest inspection today. Call 888-GO-ARROW or visit arrowexterminators.com. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Looking for the perfect game day or really any day food? Panko Chicken is your answer. You've never tasted anything as crave-worthy as Panko's award-winning healthier chicken tenders, sandwiches, and their tacos are off the chain. It's Panko's unique Japanese-American spin that makes their chicken the crispiest, juiciest, and most flavor-packed chicken you've ever tasted. Panko also has a large selection of incredible vegan and vegetarian options. With locations throughout the metro area, it's easy to satisfy your healthy craving for the best chicken in Atlanta. Check them out at PankoChicken.com.
there's no better source on Georgia Tech hoops than the coach. This is the Coach Josh Passner Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Well, don't forget, I know we've been talking about the Georgia Tech pit game tomorrow at 7, but only one home game remaining. So if you haven't gotten your tickets to McCamish Pavilion, make sure you do so. Georgia Tech and Louisville this Saturday. It's the home finale. It'll be senior day for Rodney Howard, Cal Sturdivant, and others. So make sure you get your tickets, support the Yellow Jackets one last time, and hopefully you can head into that home finale with a win over the second-place Pitt Panthers tomorrow night. It is the Josh Pastor Radio Show. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra. Let's talk a little bit more about this Pitt team that had won six straight in ACC play before a loss on the road to Virginia Tech on Saturday. Offensively, we've talked about their age and their experience, but within the framework of their offense, Coach, what did they do at a high level? Yeah, I mean, obviously, as we discussed, and, and just a real hit one thing about uh, before I even get into pit, just about the Louisville game on Saturday because it is our last home game. It is two. It's a, it is a two o'clock game. Um, we will be honoring Javon Franklin. This will be you know because obviously yeah. he doesn't get another year. Um, uh, obviously, Coleman Boyd will be graduating. This will be his final year. He's done a great job for us. Is uh, graduating, and uh, we got managers. Uh, as well, too. Now, Rodney Howard and Kyle Sturdivant, they technically do have another year true, um, uh, because of the COVID year. So whether they use it to come back here or, you know, and, and that, that will be to be determined based on after the season is, is determined on, 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 on that. But they do have an additional year. Um, and um, and uh, so uh, we'll see. We'll, you know, I do know Javon Franklin and Coleman Boyd. That's it for them. Rodney Howard and Kyle Sturdivant, they will have a decision to make once okay. the year's done if they want to come back or not um, based on they have the extra year of the COVID year. Um, <clears throat> that all being said, go, going back to your question with Pitt, um, look, I just think Pitt's, as I talked about earlier, they're just an older team, and being older makes a big difference. They're just older. Uh, they got really good guard play. You know, the kid, uh, uh, Nelly Cummings uh, transferred from Colgate. Um, um, who just, you know, he, number zero, just an older guy. And you look at, he's shooting the ball at a high clip from three, really good free throw shooter in conference play, only 70, has 73 assists on 30 made field, on 73 assists on 30 turnovers. Just been really good. But Burton has had a first team all type of league performance this type of the year, averaging 17 during conference play. What are his strengths? Well, he's just able to get downhill. I mean, he's, he's, he's able to get a bucket. He's able to create his own shot. Um, he's, he's a really good offensive rebounder. He's just an older, tough guy. He's just an older, tough guy that knows how to play. And he's, and he's a downhill guy. I mean, he just knows how to get downhill. One thing with Pitt is you can't, you know, when last time we played him, I think we only had 10 turnovers. Now Pitt only had three when we played him, but one of the things that they had 19 fast break points, a lot of their fast break points were based on, we got some of our shot blocks a lot. We took some some maybe ill-advised shots that led to them in transition. And we've got to be really good at not like one of the things is you got to get a shot at least to hit the rim. You can't let, um, and, and I apologize if I move, move, uh, screw up his name, Federico. Um, um, does he have two, his name? His name is Federico Federico. Okay. Or as Randy and I joke is they call him in Pittsburgh, Federico Federico. You got to do go. it with the Pittsburgh accent. Yeah. Well, um, uh, so that is, you know, he had a lot of, sh you know, shot block attempts against us that yeah. led to, and or got some shot block or some ill-advised shots that led to them in transition. So maybe it didn't show up on the box score as a turnover. Cause again, we only had 10, but we did not, it led to them to 19 fast break points. And that was a difference in the game. They beat us by 11, but we fouled towards the end. It was a three point game late with about really late in the game. And then we missed a couple really key shots and to their credit, you know, Burton hit a couple big shots. Now, if you look on their stat line, which is really interesting, they don't ha they they are under fifty percent, um, uh, or close to fifty percent on on. They're they're not a high assist team, because they are a they're more of a downhill dribble the ball, a little more one on one oriented, getting downhill. They're not as high on the assists, like I said. Versus us, they only have three turnovers, and and they've done a really good job this year of taking care of the ball. Um, uh, but, but they are trying to get downhill, play in the paint and, and, and they've gotten guys who are shooting the ball well from three against us. Uh, the kids, some, some Bonde, Nike, some had a big game for against us and against Wake Forest, 
I think they had like eight, 16 or 18 threes. Yeah, they had Hinson, 18 threes. 18 threes, and Henson had eight of them. And, you know, so they're, they're capable of getting hot from three as well, too. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think second half in particular in that first game, you were almost exclusively man-to-man. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, so do you anticipate we, mixing we, up we, those defenses we, like we, you did versus Virginia Tech? A couple things. One is in the first half, we played different zones. We mixed it up against them. But they hurt us late in the half. It was like a, it, we were up, and then like the last minute and a half, two minutes, really minute and a half, they they hit a couple shots that went up by that, that got them a lead going into half. Kind of one of our things where you're like, man, you just didn't finish the half the right way. We've been better as that of late. But um, um, in the second half, we played more man. Um, we played a couple possessions of zone, but but mostly all man. Um, but again, it, that wasn't the issue with us. I, I, I don't have the box score right in front of me. I thought for the most part we were defensively, we we did a good enough job, you know, because again, they scored right at 71, but we fouled a bunch at the end. So they were in the midst. It was, we, 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 it was our issue offensively was the problem and a credit to Pitt's defense. We missed some open shots. We also talk, took some ill advice, as I mentioned. You also made 12 threes, though. We made 12 threes. But we we didn't we shot terrible from twos. If you look at it, we shot forty some odd percent from three and thirty some odd percent from twos. We were we did not do a good job in the paint, and that's where some of the shot block stuff. They really stayed at home, and they were going to make us try to finish around the twos around the paint. So we've got to be better at that this time around. So it wasn't as much defensively, Andy, as it was de- as it was offensively. That we've got to get the seventy. That's the deal. Uh, they only committed three turnovers, like you said, which is very atypical against your defense. Is anything they did well to keep the turnover count low? Well, I just don't think um, anything. It, it wasn't anything they did specifically, other than uh, they haven't been a high turnover team this year, and they're just okay. a, they're they're they're. They're just an older veteran team. I mean, they've got an older guard in Nellie Cummings. They got an older guard in Burton, Greg Elliott. I mean, they just they just got an old. They're one of the oldest teams in college basketball. So when you're really older, sort of like Notre Dame, they just, you know, you just you have a better sense of understanding of not turning the ball. Yeah, over. they don't play recklessly. Yeah. Elliott and Hinson are kind of their catch and shoot three point yeah. threats. I know they and, love and to run Bond, Hinson into the corner. And Sambande will yeah. will shoot some threes. I mean, or, or catch and shoot. I mean. You know, you look at in conference over half his shots are threes against us. He had a bunch of catch and shoot threes as well, too. But uh, yes, Henson, Henson in conference play. I mean, almost 80 percent of his shots are threes um, and Elliott's, you know, 90 percent of his shots are threes. And those guys, you got to be there to take out the three. But uh, but Sinbande, if you remember, he hurt us in that first half. He had a couple threes against us. Uh, right in front of our bench as well, too, that, that kind of got him going. Yeah, Nike Sabandi, one of the sixth-year senior. He had 21 yeah. points to lead the Panthers in that first game. 71-60 to 60 was the final at McCambus Pavilion, Georgia Tech versus Pittsburgh. Peterson Event Center tomorrow night. Make sure you join us, 7 o'clock, network airtime, 6.30, and we'll see if Georgia Tech can earn a third straight ACC win and continue this late-season surge up the ACC standings. And on that, we wrap up this week's edition of the Josh Pastor Show. Coach, as always, we appreciate the time. We'll do this again next Monday. Thanks so much. Thank you, Andy. Thank you for having us and looking forward to getting back on the floor tomorrow night. Let's go get a win uh, tomorrow versus Pitt at 7. We're on air at 6.30. Sounds good. He's Josh Pastor. I'm Andy Demetra. Thanks so much once again for listening to the Josh Pastor Show on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. Be honest. Since you got up this morning, have you done anything new? Tried any new foods? Listen to new music? Or taken a new route? 
good news is the day isn't over. Hey, Lexus, turn it up. And the reinvented Lexus RX is definitely something new. With heart-pounding design, intelligent technology, and the first-ever RX 500H performance hybrid, never lose your edge with the all-new Lexus RX. See your Atlanta-area Lexus dealer. Ever wonder how much pepperoni is too much? <laughs> Me neither. But if there is a limit, Marco's Pepperoni Magnifico pushes it. It's loaded with classic and crispy old-world pepperoni, those three fresh, melty signature cheeses, and savory Romajon seasoning. Right now, a large is just $9.99. So I'm going to push my limit on how much pizza I can eat in one sitting. Marco's. Pizza lovers, get it. Limited time only. Participation may vary. Additional restrictions may apply while supplies last. You've been listening to the Coach Josh Pastner Show, live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Legend Sports. Join us each week of the season to get the latest on Yellow Jackets hoops and all things Georgia Tech athletics. We'll talk to you again next week right here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. Is this the year you want to grow your business? Do you want to expand your team, build a new office? Hey, it's Tug, and I want to tell you about First Liberty Building and Loan. Aren't you exhausted by going to lenders, building a relationship, and a week later, you're dealing with a new person? You won't have to with First Liberty Building and Loan. The Frost family has been helping businesses grow since the 90s, and they can help you too. They know the patterns, they know the ebbs and flows, and they know business. Now the Frost family wants to know you. FirstLibertyGA.com. Buying a building, building a building, buying a franchise, or expanding. Reach out and spend 10 minutes with them. See if you're a fit for them and if they're a fit for you. FirstLibertyGA.com. By the way, if you're a young banker and you want to work with a team that's faith-friendly with a culture of excellence, First Liberty might be a good match. Reach out to First Liberty Building and Loan at FirstLibertyGA.com. That's FirstLibertyGA.com.